Everyone has a story, and more and more people are preserving, celebrating, and sharing their life stories through legacy videos. What are legacy videos, and how can they benefit you and your family? You'll find answers to these questions and more here in the Legacy Video Lounge podcast. Now, here's your host, award-winning legacy video producer and president of Family Legacy Video, Steve Pender. Welcome to the Legacy Video Lounge podcast. In this episode, which is part three of a four-part series, Tucson news reporter and magazine feature writer Elena Acoba and I continue our discussion about all things related to legacy videos. In this podcast, and the one that follows, we focus in on the legacy video production process. Hi, Steve. How are you doing today? Good, Elena. How are you? Oh, just fine, thank you. I'm really excited about today. I know a little bit about film production, so Mm -hmm. I'm very interested in learning how a legacy video gets put together. Sure. Um, But before you can do your work, I assume somebody has to hire you to do that work. So Mm -hmm. can you explain a little bit how someone finds you and then hires you to do a legacy video? Sure. Uh, as you said, before someone can hire me, they've got to find me. <laughs> and, uh, and usually that's done these days through the, the website. I have people doing searches these days and finding my site. It, it usually performs fairly well in the, in the search engines. And uh, I also have a Facebook page, you know, Family Legacy Video has a Facebook page and I'm on LinkedIn. And so sometimes those funnel folks again to my website and and sometimes I get referrals from previous clients or people, or just from people that know what I do and have run across somebody that's looking for that service. And so I get, I get referred. And then there's, you know, that first contact. And uh, these days, quite often, it's through email. Uh, I found folks that are really serious from the get-go tend to call me on the phone and uh, because they want to have a conversation right away. And but email is a common thing, and, and I can send out people just some general information on services and pricing that way, and, and they can decide from that point whether or not they want to, uh, to move ahead. Even if they've, if they've contacted me through email, then eventually we do have to speak on the, on the phone. So uh, we'll have a conversation at that point and um, outline some options. Uh, if they'd like, then if they're, if they're really seriously thinking about it, I can... Uh, send them uh, just a, 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 a brief proposal, nothing formal, just here are some ideas and here is a range of costs. And, you know, they can pick one from column A, one from column B, whatever. And and at that point, then, if they really want to move ahead, I draft a, just a short contract that outlines what, uh, what, what we're planning to do and things like the agreed upon budget and payment schedules and that sort of thing. And just so... Uh, you know, cancellation policies, you know, just the basic stuff so that we're all on the same page. And then once they once they sign that and they get me a down payment, then we start the process. Wow, it seems pretty simple. So mm-hmm. it sounds good. Um, I know there are probably a ton of details in terms of how a film production will go, but give me a brief overview about what the process is and maybe a, a timeline on how that all works. Sure. Well, uh, before we get into the nitty-gritty stuff, just a broader view. There are three basic steps that, uh, whether it's a, a feature film, TV show, or a legacy video that all these kinds of productions go through. And those steps are called pre-production, production, 
and post-production. The easiest way to start kind of explaining what each is is to go in the middle, production. That's the, that's the lights, camera, action part of it. That's where we're interviewing folks uh, or shooting or scanning other material, acquiring all the visuals and the sound that we're going to uh, incorporate into the final into the final legacy video. So pre-production, of course, then becomes all those uh, activities and steps we take to prepare for production. Mm -hmm. And then post-production is everything we do after <laughs> production to create the final legacy video. So that's reviewing the interviews, uh, prepping photos, uh, maybe doing some additional research to acquire archival footage, and then uh, uh, if it's a more elaborate production, like a a, uh, a premium or deluxe legacy video, where we do more of a documentary style piece, then you know we're creating a uh, an editing script to guide the the editing process, and uh, and then doing the actual edit. That's where all the the magic happens and the the final piece comes together. And then and then it's taking what we've edited and putting it into a format that you can view at home be it a DVD or a Blu-ray disc or video files on a USB drive, or uh, we've also started providing little handheld players, like a coffee table book kind of thing, you know, where oh. it's that kind of idea where it's a piece that kind of looks like a book and it's, you know, it's got a custom cover and you open it up and there's a little monitor in there with some basic controls and you can play the video. So for folks that are, that are a little, uh, you know, technology, uh, phobic. Uh, you know, if they want something easy, that's a pretty easy way to be able to, to, to watch your legacy video and not have to deal with the computers and, and that sort of thing. So, so those are the three basic stages. And so then you asked also about kind of a timeline, how long it, it generally takes, say, from signing a contract to delivering uh, the final legacy video. That can vary. Uh, a lot of it will depend on say, once we sign a contract, how quickly can we schedule the shoot? Uh, you know, uh, if, it's, if it's somebody local, somebody here in Tucson, that can conceivably happen fairly quickly once we do our, our pre-interviewing and, and prep. Others, if it's a more remote location, we may have to plan on three weeks to a month out, uh, you know, airline tickets and that sort of thing. And uh, so, uh, so that can vary a little bit. A lot of it also depends on how quickly clients respond to me. So I may have requests for additional information. So the quicker that they respond to me, uh, the faster we can move ahead. And some clients have been great with that. Others, you know, it's gone months and months. And then uh, another factor is the complexity of the project. So uh, quite often what determines cost and also the amount of time uh, a legacy video takes to create is is what you do with, say, the interview once you've shot it. <laughs> so it's, if it's going to be a fairly simple presentation of that interview with you know, minimal editing, uh, like we have in our entry-level piece that, uh, that we call the Q&A, you know, that's, that's a fairly shorter turnaround time. If we're doing more documentary style piece like the deluxe legacy video, there's a whole lot more work involved in something like that. I mean, those projects have run into the hundreds of hours at, at times. So, you know, that can, that can take a while. But a, a general guideline, I, I would say, would be, say with our, 
entry-level Q&A type uh, product and service, I would say a month to a month and a half. And then um, with the premium and deluxe legacy videos, you're probably looking three to five months. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and like I said, those timelines can vary. But I want to make the point here that uh, these timeframes aren't necessarily locked in stone. So if you come to Family Legacy Video and you've got a specific deadline, let's say there's maybe a big anniversary celebration coming up or, or something, uh, don't hesitate to call us because we're always happy to try to work with you and meet your deadline. So I just want people to realize that. Yeah, I w and that's what I was going to ask if you prefer that people provide you some skosh room if there is a deadline because, you know, you, you have to get something done. So extra time probably helps, I would imagine. Right, right. Well, it, it certainly helps if you know you've got a deadline. Don't wait till, you know, a week before to say, can you produce a video for us, you know? Uh, so keep that in mind. Give, it, give us as much time as you, as you can um, so, that, so that we can work with you and, and you know, and meet that particular uh, time frame and, and deadline for you. Sure. So um, unlike the contract signing part, this whole part that you just described sounds very complex mm -hmm. um, and probably requires a lot of work on, on your side. So how much could that cost um, in terms of um, you doing all this, these different aspects of putting together a video? Right. So if, if we're doing like soup to nuts, <laughs> uh, this is where uh, some folks really do get sticker shock because a lot of people don't realize what goes into creating a, a professional, high quality video. I think a lot of that probably has to do because of the proliferation of a, you know, affordable consumer video gear and people shooting stuff on their cameras and things like that. Uh, it's over the years, it's given a lot of folks the impression that creating video is cheap. Well, creating cheap video is cheap, <laughs> is cheap. but you know, the, the, what we do really isn't. Um, and let me give you, before I give you a, a few more details and get down to listing some pricing, uh, just a little bit of a context and, uh, hour long documentaries say produced for outlets like the National Geographic, uh, channel and Discovery Channel. Uh, those have budgets, and these figures are a few years old now, so who knows where these figures are now, but those productions have budgets ranging from, say, $125,000 and up. Mm. Um, a single segment on 60 Minutes, you know, depending on where they're going and what they're doing, that can cost $200,000. Wow. Here at Family Legacy Video, we pride ourselves on creating comparable quality. So, you know, we take great care with our lighting and our sound and the interviews and so uh you know all that stuff looks looks really great and comparable to what you know these other folks are doing we have le you know less overhead so that helps us keep our prices lower uh smaller shoots generally uh, smaller crews and for folks that want to want to have maybe a little more detail uh in in the november 2017 newsletter that's uh, posted on the Family Legacy video website. There's an article about costs specifically and why we charge what we do. So the prices will vary from piece to piece. They're, they are custom. So um, somebody that is hiring us to do maybe a, a single day shoot and maybe a shorter video is, is, is not going to pay as much as somebody where like when we went to Italy, you know, and that, that's a whole, that's a whole nother level of production. So 
keep that in mind. But I, I have found over the years that it's helpful to have starting points and maybe starting levels so that folks know where we start at certain uh, levels of production and, and where they need to buy in. So I can give you some of those starting prices. Before I do, uh, one more proviso is that these prices do not include travel expenses. We bill travel just at cost, and we just put that on top of the production budget. I found that it's, it's easier for us that way because I don't have to try to estimate travel and, oh. and, and maybe come in too high or too low, you know. So uh, this is fair to everybody all around. We just, whatever a plane ticket costs and a hotel room and whatever, that's whatever we get charged, that's what I pass along to the client. Our entry level, uh, or starting pricing, I should say, say for the Q&A, that's our entry level uh, product. You can think of it like a, um, like a magazine style interview where someone's on camera answering questions from uh, an off-camera interviewer and, uh, and you have a minimal number of, uh, of photos and that, and that sort of thing. It's a, it's a very nice presentation, but simpler, easy to edit, uh, quicker to turn around. And those start at at $8,500. Okay. Then we step up to the documentary style pieces, the premium and the, and the deluxe legacy videos. Now what we're doing, you know, same interviews, but now what we're doing is we're bringing in uh, a lot more in terms of visual elements, mm -hmm. maybe music, maybe sound effects. And we're doing more to shape the story, give, give, give the video more of a story flow than we would with the Q&A. And, um, and so there's a lot more time that, that go into these. The main difference between the premium and the deluxe is that with the premium, I'm really looking at the family. This is good for families that have a lot in terms of various visuals and photos and things like that, mementos. And, and, uh, and so I'm looking mainly for them to supply all those visuals. If I happen to have something already in, in house that we've used in a previous project, that would apply to their video as well. I'm happy to incorporate that at no additional cost. With the Deluxe, we then can do more in terms of archival research, bringing in photos and, and uh, quite often even archival films and things that uh, you know, the family doesn't have and give it a really big budget look and feel. And so the premium starts at $20,000 and the Deluxe starts at $27,500. Keep in mind, I'm quoting you these prices now. It's February of 2021. Things can evolve, but right now that's where our, our prices stand. And then, of course, for instance, those are for a single shoot day, let's say. So if, if you come, come to us and say, well, I really like to do a premium a legacy video, and, but uh, you know, we've got, instead of one person, we've got three family members and we want to travel from here to here to here and things like that, we'll need to revise the budget accordingly. All still while working within that premium framework, but, but you know, if we're doing more work, we've got to charge uh, accordingly. Some projects have gone much higher than that. So uh, basically we can do whatever you'd like to do as long as, long as, as, long as you've got the budget. I think what we do is, is just terrific in terms of price and the quality you get for that price. I, I realize that it, some of these things wouldn't be affordable to, to, to some people, and so I just have to accept that. But uh, in order for us to turn out the kind of uh, product that we, we, we live to do, um, <laughs> 
those are kind of where we need to be in terms of, of, of pricing. So for those who can afford this kind of service, uh, it really is a great value. I imagine that people can go on your website and see the various kinds of videos or at least parts of videos that you put together. One of the things I always recommend when you're looking for uh, a legacy video service, uh, make sure you look at, at samples of what they've done and, uh, and that'll give you an idea of what they'll be able to do for you. And uh, I, I'm very proud of, on our site, we do have a, a nice selection uh, under the custom production area of uh, excerpts from some of the, uh, the legacy videos we've done over the years. So you can get a really good idea of the kinds of things we can do in terms of various techniques, but also the overall, overall quality. And so, yeah, I'd recommend folks when they come to the site, you get a general idea of what we are, what we do, feel free to, to look at those samples. And, and uh, I, I have no doubt that you'll be impressed by what you see there. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'm impressed. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when somebody signs a contract and you do kind of like that preliminary discussion, um, what should someone have already available, um, either in mind or in terms of actual material that you can start to work with? Mm -hmm. It's good before you call me or email me, um, just at least to have a general idea in mind of what, of what you'd like to do. Uh, if you have, uh, some particular goals in mind. We want to make sure that we, you know, we can meet those goals. If you have some areas of focus in mind, that's great. Or maybe some specific stories, you know, you want to have captured, you know, you can let us know about that at the get-go. But even if you have just kind of a general idea, you know, I, I really want to have my mom interviewed and tell her life story, that sort of thing. That's fine because as we move through the, the pre-production process, we can refine that. You know, once I learn more uh, about the stories, uh, about your goals, that sort of thing, then I can give you a more refined proposal, and uh, and then we can set up a game plan from that that point on. So uh, so we'll help you with that, you know, even if you've just got a general sense of what you'd like to do, because uh, that's that's what we do. <laughs> that's great. So. Um... I imagine that there are people who want their relative's life story recorded um, on a video, but that that loved one may be a little reluctant, if not downright not happy about wanting to do this. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, what's your role in trying to make this process comfortable for somebody who might be a little reluctant in participating? This is a process. A lot of it has to do with building rapport and establishing trust. Uh, one of the things I, I do is when I when I get a sense or I'm told by the you know the client that gee my, you know mom is not really crazy about this idea but she's grudgingly agreed you know I like to have a conversation with the the storyteller and just find out where that the you know those nerves are coming from where where is that reticence what's the reason for it so sometimes it's uh, it's around performance you know they're mm -hmm. they're afraid they're they're just not uh, going to come across well on camera or uh, or maybe they feel that gee you know their memory's not great they can't, they can't just memorize stories and deliver them to me you know a lot of people think it may be like an actor emoting to camera you know and so first of all no uh, that's not what it is it's it's basically a conversation between the two of us again if they're afraid they're not going to look good on camera well 
I, then I can talk to them about all the things we do to make them look and sound their best. You know, the, the makeup and lighting, um, good microphones. And I can show them, you know, we, as we mentioned samples, we can show them how other folks have looked on camera. And so that, that's one way to address that concern. We had a, a couple of years ago interviewed a wonderful lady. She uh, uh, had emigrated from Italy. She, had, uh, she was a child during World War II, and she had a lot of stories related to that, but she had never, ever used makeup before. And... <laughs> We had a, our makeup artist in there to do the makeup, hair, and she was just amazed <laughs> at how wonderful, you know, she looked. Uh, some folks may feel that their stories just aren't terribly important, but, uh, you know, one of the things I can tell you if, you, if, that, if that's a concern you express, is that, well, you know, there's a reason we're doing this, and that's your family has hired me. They obviously think your, your stories are important. You know, so there's that, and and then for folks who may think, well, you know, what do I need this for? And I, you know, I'm, I know what my stories are. And I said, yes, you do, but think about your grandkids. And quite often, when you you know you, you play the grandchildren card, that really helps them. Kind of opens their eyes, and they see why this is uh, why this is important. And then it's just getting to know each other. Really, we 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 uh, have a process that starts. Once, once the contract's signed and we're, we're in the pre-production phase, a very important part of that is, is what I call a pre-interview. And that's where if they're local, uh, we can do it in person more often than not over the, over the telephone or even these days over something like Zoom where we, where we have one or more sessions where we get to meet each other, uh, me and the storyteller or storytellers, whatever it happens to be. And then we have a discussion uh, where I can just pepper them with, with questions and learn more about them and hear those stories. And they, during that process, come to understand that I am interested, which I am, and uh, so their stories and their recollections are safe with me. And so, you know, I, I'm a big believer in not just showing up <laughs> on somebody's doorstep with a camera crew and saying, here we are. You know, it's not, it's not an ambush interview. It's, it, so we take time to build that rapport and and engender trust. And I have to say that even for folks who have been maybe a bit reluctant at the beginning, I can't imagine a time when that reluctance hasn't dissipated and, and they become very, very willing participants in the, in, in the production. So that's, that's kind of generally uh, how, how we address it, yeah. Oh, that's very good. That's very comforting to hear. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering if on the other side, maybe on the other end of the spectrum, um, that you may have a client or a storyteller who wants a lot of control over what you do with your work and what you do in guiding them through this process. And how do you deal with that? I haven't really had that issue. There's a reason people hire me because they want Family Legacy Video to handle it. You know, <laughs> It's like if, if you hire somebody to cut your lawn or do the yard work or whatever it is, you agree on the scope of the job and a price and then you go about your business while they go about their business. Uh, you may peek out once in a while to make sure things are going okay. And, but then at the end, you come out and inspect the work. And if it's okay, you pay them and you both go on your merry way. By the time folks uh, hire Family Legacy Video, they've seen what we've done. Uh, we've had a conversation. Uh, there's trust there. And, uh, and, you know, I haven't had anybody really micromanaging to that extent. Good. That's very good. Um, so you earlier described how the pre-interview process works and, and how you spend several 
several contacts maybe to to talk with um, the storyteller. So once the interview process, the production part happens, um, does it have to be done all at one time? How how long does that take? How many sessions does that take to make the, it real? The, the interviews? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Most of the interviews I would say that we've done have been um, if it's a single person, it had been a single session during the course of a, of a day. But some haven't. You may run into situations where, say, it's an elderly person and they just don't have the energy to, mm -hmm. to go through a, a whole day's uh, interview. So we may break it up. And we had one gentleman, uh, I remember, we, we broke it up into three morning sessions. And then what we were able to do to make make the most of our time is, you know, there were maybe pictures to be scanned or things like that. There were maybe some other things we could do with the time left over in that particular day to be productive. And, and generally, uh, families have been pretty good when we do things over multiple days like that where we say we're using a particular room. Uh, we can leave our equipment sort of semi set up ah. so that the next day the setup goes much more quickly and we can just get, get right into it. So, uh, you know, we've done things like that. Uh, there have been situations too where maybe it makes sense to do part of the interview in one place. Maybe we're doing kind of the general arc of a life, say, in someone's home, but there's a business aspect to their story and it makes sense to go to the business, the warehouse, the factory, whatever. And, and do part of the interview there. We had a fellow a number of years ago back in, um, in Houston who uh, uh, had a, just a phenomenal antique car collection. And so we shot his main interview at his home in Houston, but then the next day we drove up to his ranch, which was an hour, hour and a half away, and interviewed him there standing next to some of his favorite cars and talking about them. And, uh, and then getting him to you know, drive one by the camera and wave. And that's sort of, yeah, we built up a nice little opening sequence and where he gets into one of these antique cars and drives by. So that was a lot of fun. I mentioned the Italy shoot a, a, a couple of times. That was a situation where during the course of the week that we were shooting, we did interviews in a wide variety of locations because it just made sense. You know, if we're at the the watering hole, say, where they, the family had to walk a mile to get their water, then that's where you want to do the interview where you're talking about the water source. You know, the old family farmhouse, you do the interview there, that sort of thing. So some, sometimes they're like really location specific where you want to speak to someone. So we can be flexible that way. If we're, we're creating maybe a, a, a single legacy video or multiple legacy videos and uh, we're interviewing multiple family members, it's preferable just in, uh, from a, a, an aspect of time management to kind of schedule those on consecutive days if we can. Uh. But again, sometimes that can't be done depending on family members' availability. Uh, a number of years ago, we, we interviewed a fellow on, uh, it was in Southampton, Long Island, the next day, we did a lot of uh, a bunch of short interviews with his grandkids and his wife and his son and that sort of thing. And uh, but there was one daughter who just couldn't be there mm. because of work uh, commitments. So we wound up going to New York City uh, maybe a month later and doing an interview with her there. If we can do it all at once, that's great. But if not, we can be flexible. So it sounds like you start with a plan and then you just adjust as reality occurs. Yep, yep, reality has a way, <laughs> has a way of intruding sometimes. So uh, 
So yes, yeah, we, we, we definitely go into it with a, with a game plan. Yeah. Good. And on that note, let's take a breather. Elena and I will wrap up our discussion about producing legacy videos in the next Legacy Video Lounge podcast. I have lots more information to share, and I invite you to listen in. Until then, feel free to email your questions or comments to info at familylegacyvideo.com. That's info at familylegacyvideo.com. And don't forget to visit Family Legacy Video's website at familylegacyvideo.com, where you'll find lots of information, including legacy video samples. I'm Steve Pender. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us in the Legacy Video Lounge. If you'd like to learn more about Family Legacy Video, feel free to stop by our website at familylegacyvideo.com. And remember, every family and every one has a story. What's yours? Mm -hmm.